Well, hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is Michelle and who's here with me? It's Pumpkin Spice Basic Bitch. <laughs> it's JD. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I just said... I'm a peanut butter I, bitch I have, like bitch over look, here. I, we, uh, uh, Michelle and I both uh, needed to... Uh, fortify our strength as we dove into uh, some more recordings here. Uh, I myself had a pumpkin spice bagel that I then topped with a pumpkin spice butter. And I don't care how you feel about pumpkin spice because I fucking love it. And I may be riding a pumpkin spice bagel butter high for a while. We need to put a not safe for work tag on this one. Because you're just straight <laughs> spitting porn at these people. I don't know if they can handle all the bagel talk. <laughs> oh, I love me some bagels. Anyway. I love uh, me some yeah, bagels. JD, you know what I love right. more it's... than bagels? I love horror. I do. I, I think you're right. I, I believe, yes, I do enjoy horror uh, more than I enjoy bagels. Uh, but that's saying quite a lot. It's also funny that we chose to take a little snack break right before we start a fan film called um, Family um, um. Recipe. You think that was a coincidence, Michelle? I planned that shit this way. Well, shit. I did I'm not. kidding. I, I definitely, I, <laughs> I definitely did not. It's a complete accident. <laughs> complete accident. Well, this is you know what's not an accident? Spooktober. We planned it out, you guys. This is Every the fourth day. episode we've recorded on this particular night. One of them was a fucking hour long. We're really yeah. getting into the deep waters here. I love these. Ma Michelle, we got to do more of these marathon recording sessions. This is a good time. Do we? I think so. <laughs> oh, okay. We still yeah, got to talk about Friday the 13th, sleep. by the way, if you know what I mean. I, I don't know if we're going to be able to pull off what we were planning on pulling off, but we got to talk I... about it. I have concerns. Yeah, we'll talk off air about the anyway, that guys. Won't uh, <laughs> what are we talking Ugh, about today, okay. Michelle? It's well, fan films. We're watching shorts all Spooktober long. Uh, it's it's fan films uh, from popular franchises this week. Uh, what are we talking about? Well, you're talking about family recipes. You know, my family has a really good tater hot hot dish recipe. I thought maybe we should make a whole episode just about recipes that have been passed down through our families. Um, tater tot recipe instead of using uh cheese you use a jar of alfredo sauce it changes everything Ooh. i yeah. uh i just recently speaking of family recipes uh oh, no. just recently since i was a, a boy since i was just a little three four year old boy because for the longest time uh my parents and my brother and i uh lived in the same house with my grandma because my my grandfather had unfortunately passed and all their kids were old enough to not be at home anymore uh, and she had this big house and she was the only person there. So we went to live with her. And since I was a boy, I've been eating my grandmama's, uh, 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 sausage gravy. And look, I know some of you are cook people and you're like sausage gravy is, is like a sausage country gravy is fucking nothing. That's like the easiest thing in the world to make. And okay, fine. Get off my back. Anyway, long and story. Uh, th this is part of the therapy chat indirectly, clearly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm getting but comfortable no. over here. Uh, <laughs> so, so grandma used to make it, and then mom made it, and then I hadn't had it for the longest time. Uh, and then I got grandma's recipe, and I made sausage gravy from grandma's recipe for the first time at 43 years old. Uh, and I feel like 
uh, I am very close to a, a stage in my life where I just, as a matter of course, like every Sunday at some point during the day, I go out to the kitchen and I just fucking brew up like a gallon of sausage gravy <laughs> and just put it in the fridge for the week, right? You know, and just fucking put it on everything. Fucking throw it in the microwave in a bowl by itself. Call it fucking, I don't know, breakfast soup or something. <laughs> Fuck, I you think Chris I Maddock has a joke about that. I think Chris Maddock has a joke about, about somebody thinking sausage gravy was breakfast soup. I fucking love Chris Maddock. He's a comedian <laughs> from the Twin Cities. If you don't know him, check him out. Anyway, okay. that was Two a things. real off, detour. Holy shit. Oh, you and I love metrics. And so far, I thought you'd be pleased to know that over half of this episode so far is you talking about sausage gravy. <laughs> second, if it's, it's your first time tuning in. You mentioned yes. family recipes, Michelle. You brought this on. Yes, uh, if it's your first time tuning in, JD can go on a rant about anything. Welcome. Sorry, guys. This is my life. Although it did make me really hungry for sausage gravy, but we're not I'll getting that some. at one in the morning. At one in the morning? Anyway, okay, let's talk Do about you have any idea how easy recipes. it is, Michelle? Here's what I, you need. You need, you no, need butter and no. flour and milk and sausage. That's it. Well, I'm a vegetarian. You know who's not a vegetarian? Me, but also Freddy, Leatherface. Leatherface? <laughs> yep, let's talk about family recipe and not... Well, I was going to say not the food kind, but not I guess for some people gravy. it might be. Not sausage gravy. Although, man, I'm hungry now. Okay. Well, you want some black uh, pepper in there, too. I should make that. Anyway. So Gus Trapani, he cooked up a little something. He yeah, he did. He cooked up a, a fan film about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And JD and I, he may not be showing it so far because he's fucking obsessed with gravy now. But he and I are huge fans of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Guys, so yeah, it was uh, exciting to get to do this one. We uh, we did a whole episode a while back earlier this year uh, about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre just as a, a classic that we wanted to take a moment to look uh, uh it, it it goes back and forth, right? Uh, 1A, 1B. Depending on what day you ask me, you'll get one of these two answers. But if you ask me what uh, the most intense fucking horror experiences uh, I've ever had, what I think the best horror movies ever made are, uh, it's John Carpenter's Halloween in 1978, uh, and it's Toby Hooper's Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 1974. I fucking... Uh, now and also to be to be honest, I don't dislike the rest of the movies in the franchise. I, I think uh, uh, Chainsaw Two uh, is is really solid, but it's its own kind of movie. It, it doesn't try to recreate the same sort of vibe. Uh, and similar with Halloween, I'm a big fan of the first one, but not so much the the franchise as a whole. Uh, but yeah, if you can nail a solid tribute uh, to uh, one of those movies in any way, you've you've really got something for at least from my from my eyes. My favorite horror movie is Jason X. He's in space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, lying. I'm lying, but only partially. Fuck okay, you! Uh, you almost so made me spit take my Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. Good. Hey, Mountain good. Dew Zero it's Sugar, sponsor us. <laughs> you think Mountain Dew Zero Shutter Sugar is won't. listening? Why would they? <laughs> They're totally okay, so listening. Family right? anyway. recipe. We are eight minutes into it. All these people know about this episode is that you like gravy, and the and I like nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna okay, put the microphone so. down now. That's <laughs> no, okay. I am just going to uh, sum up the plot. We are not doing a spoiler-free section on these short episodes because originally they were intended to be, you know, 
short episodes about shorts, but we're eight minutes in and we've talked about all sorts of food and not this clip yet. Pumpkin uh, spice bagels. I, I watched him pick up the microphone and I knew it was coming. Okay, so uh, if you haven't seen Family Recipe, you can check out on YouTube. It's from Gus Trapani this week for Spooktober. We were doing all fan films. So a Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan film, totally up our alley. Let's dig in, shall we? Dinner's up. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, so uh, in Family Recipe, uh, three people go to a gas station. One girl, she has to use the bathroom, but then she's not going to use the bathroom. She's going to use her voice to try to scream because she's being stolen by Leatherface, and he's got her now. And then uh, the other two guys, they go in, and they talk to the best person in this uh, fan film who is the employee, and he's just really silly. He's got a lot of clip- quips. I really like that guy. And then they're like, where'd our lady friend go? And then they find the lady friend, and then they also find Leatherface, and then the lady friend gets away, and Leatherface does his little spinny thing in the road and it's pretty cool there's a lot of stuff that is an homage to the original texas chainsaw massacre um including the fact that leatherface is in it the end (laughs) there's a there's a lot of homages including the fact that leatherface was in it that's a beautiful (laughs) line michelle (laughs) yeah that's a fun bonus fact that people who aren't true horror fans might not know but uh, the character inspired (laughs) (laughs) the the character inspired by a guy from the original film yeah there's a character inspired by leatherface he's called leatherface (laughs) yeah yeah this is great looks like leatherface (laughs) acts like leatherface uh, what did you think of this oh, film, Michelle? As a as a uh, 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 something in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre universe. So I have something super nitpicky to say. So I'm gonna save it for later because I don't even think most people would notice. It's just one of those things that got into my craw. I don't know if that's the phrase. I don't know what the fuck a craw is. Do I even have a craw? No clue. Um, but. It's unfortunate that my favorite thing about this was the employee who just had a lot of shit to say. I would have preferred if Leatherface had stolen the show, but man, that employee really, uh, he tickled my fancy. Um, so there's that guy, but then there's all, I think part of it is that there's a little too much of him and that's why he stole the show. Um, I think the parts that are an homage to the original film, you know, where he's doing the swing in the chainsaw above his head, uh, the lady escapes kind of in the same way that the first lady from the first Texas chainsaw did the way he's spinning around in the streets. I thought that they did the costume. Um, the costume was pretty accurate. Uh, you know, it's based on the original Leatherface. in case. Well, I mean, even as that. simple as stopping at a gas station, right? Yeah, exactly. There, there's so much of, um, of kind of like a, it, it's less like a lot of the fan films that we've seen, they took something from the movie and they built upon it. This is almost like a retelling of part of one of the films. Um, if they had just stopped at the gas station and then encountered Leatherface instead of gone to the his house um and that just might have been hard to you know create a whole murder room so they're like we'll just do it at the gas station instead um so yeah i i overall enjoyed it i would have liked a lot more of um murder (laughs) a lot more murder (laughs) (laughs) give me that murder it's a texas chainsaw massacre and i feel like i didn't get a lot of the chainsaw or the massacre um but there is a guy in a cowboy hat so i did get plenty of texas uh, that's fair. Yeah, I uh, uh, I know what you mean about the uh, the attendant in the in the the hat and the white tank top shirt uh, that has a really repulsive name that a lot of people use for it. 
Um, uh, he's he's super quippy and he's an interesting character. Um, uh, I, I think it, if memory serves, there are a couple of things he says that are a little cringy on the "Ooh, you're a real edge lord" kind of vibe. Uh, but he also oh, takes a love. shotgun blast to the chest ultimately in the movie, right? And he's uh, he's supposed to be a bad guy, so uh, so there's that. But uh, no, I uh, uh, again, I appreciate the ambition on this, but that was actually something that was so interesting to me. Is by the time I was done with this, I was like, was this supposed to like? It's like half remake, half its own story and it was just so odd in that sense uh i'm i uh, uh i wasn't sure what kind of a vibe they were going for and then in a lot of interesting ways it seemed like uh from a, a plot perspective and even a perspective of interestingly enough you mentioned you don't see a lot of of gore and and splatter in this uh, uh but uh i mean everybody remembers that about the original texas chainsaw but that's one of the most uh, also, like, quoted uh, fascinating things about it is the movie is almost bloodless, right? Like, you see a That's lot of true. implications. Yeah. And I think this movie understands that its special effects budget is going to be very limited. And so it, I thought it did some clever things in the way it presented its, its uh, chainsaw violence and such. But then also at the same time, like, the way, like, the kind of, I don't know, they probably shot this digitally, uh, but their their after effects and everything it very much had that look of like uh, the uh, 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 Michael Bay uh, produced uh, like mid two thousands I don't know did it come out like two thousand seven anyway those newer Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies has that real gritty like like uh, uh, hyper uh, uh, focused uh, kind of vibe. Uh, which I don't. I, I've just never really cared for as a as a visual look. It's uh, uh, it, it's uh, the Rob Zombie Halloween movies did the same thing. Uh, look, a lot of people have loved it. It's just a thing that I don't particularly like. Uh, but I, I I thought there were some interesting things done here. Uh, I <laughs> God bless him. Uh, the the guy in the in the the orange or salmon shirt or whatever. Uh, the one of the two friends who's outside the gas station while they're waiting mm -hmm. for the lady. Uh, God bless him. Uh, this fella is is clearly just like a friend of the guys who made this movie, and he's doing his best, right? It reminded me, honestly, a lot of like some of the performances in Kevin Smith's Clerks, uh, where it's like, okay, we know a couple <laughs> of too. yeah, it's like we know a couple of these people might have had some uh, acting training or done some. Um, some summer theater stock work or whatever, but this guy is just some dude who's a buddy with the director. Uh, might be the director for all I know. I don't know, but uh, 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 God bless him. He was. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't want to make anybody feel bad and say he was bad. He was unique. He was. Uh, he was a very unique part of this whole thing. When it came down to getting killed, though, he screamed real pretty. So that was nice. <laughs> um one thing that uh, mm, how do i say this in a nice way because i do mean it in a nice way um because they are not like 10 out of 10 actors who really got enveloped in their role um especially the gas station attendant uh you can tell they had fun making this 
for sure for sure like you can tell like a lot of the dialogue was ad-libbed and that like maybe it didn't really fit in but when they were editing it made them laugh so they kept it in um this is kind of the essence of a fan film um right in that it, it is made by fans just having a good time um and it's not necessarily meant to like super impress anybody they're just like man i like a thing and yeah. i want to do something with my friends and i love that i think the uh i think the first three episodes we we released this week i think never hike in the snow uh and and dylan's new nightmare and uh no more souls uh i think uh again they're they're definitely fan films uh but i think those three films very clearly were like somebody trying to get noticed right somebody saying hey I'm not just a fan of these kind of movies. I can make these movies. And this is the first one where it's definitely, like, it's, look, it's a indie fan film. I was expecting most of these to have some 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 questionable uh, quality uh, acting in them. Uh, I don't care, uh, right, as long as the spirit is there and it's palpable. And that's definitely, like, everybody involved here was having a great time. Uh, they uh, uh, they made their uh, their sort of half remake, half homage, or, or sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Is it perfect? No, not by any means. Uh, but it, it was I, I I don't regret seeing it. Am I gonna run out to watch it again? Uh, is it the first movie from this week uh, of episodes that I would recommend out of the whole list? No, but uh, it's uh, I, I still had a good time with it. Uh, this will be a good time to bring up my not really nitpicky thing, but it's the thing that yeah, I don't think a lot of people care about. So um, I have done some video work in the past and nothing where like I was even paid. It was essentially this kind of stuff, like just making stuff with friends and having a good time. And this is if we had attempted a horror movie, this would have been way better than anything we put together. All of our stuff were comedic, so no special effects needed or anything. I just have to say that the editor for this, um, because this is such an indie thing they were probably not a professional and I just want to say that I felt for them so bad because I have done video editing work and color correction is the <laughs> thing that I suck at the most I have it's the worst I cannot tell like am I overcorrecting? how do I make this look white why does it not look white why does it look green and I don't think I've ever seen a movie before where I became very aware of somebody else's color correcting skills, but sure. it went straight from blue to green to yellow and like they maintained consistency. They did way better than I would have, but man, I just felt for them because I was like, I suck you at know, color correcting. It, it's interesting it that so you mentioned that because uh, in a lot of ways, I do find myself wondering now uh, if maybe this was a student film. Right? Like, because it does have some of those, like, it feels like a film, uh, like, the er the earlier films we saw this, we talked about this week, felt like films where the people making them had some some significant experience under their belt. This film feels like somebody who's just trying to find their feet and work their way through a lot of different things, and I respect the hell out of that. Uh, I have friends who went to film school, and I did some some ridiculous acting in some uh, some short films that they made for their their classes. 
uh, and they're nowhere near what this is. Uh, much uh, the same as, and I never did any editing or color correcting or anything. I acted, and I certainly, I acted uh, about on the level of the guy in the orange shirt, right? I was uh, obviously terrible. But specifically, uh, it should be noted, we are not saying we would do better than any of these people. No, no. Uh, it, it just, it, uh, it, it is what it is, and again, the spirit and the energy is there, so you're willing to forgive its its warts and scratches, right? It's uh, it's clearly a, a, a respectable. Uh, it has a lot of respect for the franchise. Uh, I, I'd definitely be interested in looking into the people who made this and seeing, like, what uh, how much uh, they've maybe done before, and see if there's anything they've done after this, and and see what their uh, their developing skills look like. Uh, well, luckily for you, on their YouTube Ooh. channel, it seems that this was kind of just like a very long project of them making a lot of different Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan okay. stuff. Um, I okay. kind of checked it out because the description had said it was the end of the series. And their oldest video dates back seven years. And there's not like a ton of stuff out there, but most of it is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's sure. a few other things thrown in there. So I, I like that they just took a thing that they like a lot and just kept doing it yeah you know like i i think i would really enjoy these people even if this wasn't a perfect uh movie and i hope if they hear this that they they don't think we um disliked it i don't think that's really the case it's just it, it was fun to watch oh, these, um, these people know what they were making I, that's yeah. I, I think that's another part of it is this movie i i feel is very self-aware they're uh mm -hmm. it, you know it's it's not a multi-million dollar Hollywood production, right? They probably made this movie for, like, at most, if you don't, like, because I assume these are like, just, like, like prosumer cameras that somebody got at Best Buy and they already had them uh, not specifically for this movie. Uh, like, maybe they spent 500 bucks making this thing? Maybe? Uh, it is what it is, but for what it is, I thought it was a noble effort. What if we are completely wrong and these people are all professionals in, in the industry and it was directed by Michael Bay? Well, then I'm going to feel... Well, first, I get let's, two different things here. When you say we find out it was actually directed by Michael Bay, well, fuck Michael Bay. That's a whole thing. <laughs> but uh, Michael can uh, fuck off. The but, the like, if we... <laughs> If I do find out that oh no, so like they put significant money and and effort into this, and they've been doing this sort of thing for a while, well, I'm gonna look like an asshole, and it won't be the first or last time. Yeah, that's true. We do uh, subject <laughs> ourselves to assholery. I mean, um, if it does end up being that way, I'll certainly apologize. But the the impression I get here, like this, feels very student filmy, in a good way. Yeah, exactly. I I don't think either of us are meaning that in an insulting way we are saying we're so defensive right now it's not like, please perfect. please don't uh, please don't <laughs> misunderstand what we're trying to no, say yeah because i think uh, uh, the thing is neither of us are trying to say like uh to please anybody i don't want right. anybody involved in this to have their feelings hurt is my thing if they do happen to stumble across this just because i think this was a fun thing we it appreciate and respect and you exactly we are not trying to bully you at all michelle let's get out let, let's uh <laughs> let's get out of this loop let me throw the the uh the switch Flashy here discussion yes so we've been talking about awesome. this on and off in little hinted language uh because uh, a lot of these franchises that we're doing fan films from this week uh are 
uh, uh, legitimate uh, uh, slasher franchises. Well, I say a lot of them. Uh, in my estimation, best case scenario, there are three slasher films uh, in this selection. We've already talked about, you and I both obviously uh, 100% agree, Friday the 13th is a slasher franchise. We 100% agree, Hellraiser's absolutely not a slasher franchise. Uh, we talked about A Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, which is definitely a movie that gets lumped in with slashers in a lot of people's uh, discussions. But you, neither one of us, you or I, believe that A Nightmare on Elm Street is a slasher franchise, correct? Correct. Okay, so let's run through the rest of them that's coming up this week, uh, and then we'll come back around to this one, because Texas Chainsaw is, I, I think, the real hot-button spot. Uh, uh, we're coming up uh, uh, tomorrow. We have an episode... Uh, about the Child's Play slash Chucky franchise. Uh, is this a slasher franchise, Michelle? Ooh, uh, I would say yes, but it's an outlier to a traditional slasher. I, I agree. This one sort of skirts the border. I think even though it has the supernatural element, well, we'll talk about the specifics here in just a little while. I think the first... While this is still titled Child's Play, those first three films, I think this qualifies as a slasher. When we get into the Chucky titles where uh, a dude got the rights to make his, his movies but just couldn't use the name any further, um, uh, I think they end up doing some things there that take it beyond uh, traditional or, or definitional slasher territory. So this one is definitely kind of... Can bone uh the lady who looks like renee zellweger but is right yeah yeah there's, i don't uh, think that's allowed <laughs> uh there's a lot of interesting elements there uh in in those later films so um but then that brings us uh so right now we're saying friday the 13th yes nightmare on elm street no hellraiser no uh uh, uh Child's Play slash Chucky. Uh, Child's Play, yes. Chucky, no. And Halloween, I think we would both agree, absolutely. Slash of franchise. Also, give me some Snickers on Halloween, but yes. Right. Okay. So let's talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre... Uh, is the Tex it's not a slasher film. You are correct, Michelle. Thank it you. Drive I like being right every once in a while. It drive well. We're gonna talk about how the reason you're right is because I I explained how people get the like, I get it, guys. I get it. Uh, you know, there's a crazy guy in a mask who's murdering people in a house and in the woods. A slasher film, to me, is a very specific uh, collection of things. Uh, Michelle actually has mentioned that there's a uh, and. I've had this discussion several times, and I'm going to be totally honest with you. I don't remember the exact way I phrased it when I expressed the idea to Michelle. Uh, so I want to make sure we hit this right. Michelle, do you remember the specific phrasing I used uh, when I explained to you why Texas Chainsaw Massacre is not a slasher and what a slasher is? I don't recall the exact phrasing, but I can say that uh, simplified um, a slasher is all about killing, whereas a non-slasher is about the menacing and the torture and all the psychological damage that goes into it. Yeah. Uh, just killing and it doesn't matter why. 
Right, and also uh, a slasher to me is a solo killer, uh, and it's uh, it's more of a, a spree killer. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a group of people. Uh, the this is all happening on on one night. Uh, slashers are about stalking. You know, it's it's very much a predatory genre. It's all about stalking prey. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is not about that. The, like these kids just fuck around and go someplace they had no business going and stumbled into the wrong place and now these guys are, are fucking them up because that's what they do. Um, and there's a group of them. I feel like slashers work solo uh, a lot of the time. There are just so many obvious characteristics uh, uh, that uh, I think for me are definitional as a slasher and it drives me nuts that people insist on calling this or a nightmare on Elm, a nightmare on Elm Street and those later Chucky movies have way too much supernatural weirdness going on here. Uh, as as the furthest I'm really willing to let uh, the supernatural go in a slasher franchise is like Friday the Thirteenth or Halloween, where it just seems like these guys are immortal and it doesn't matter what you do to them, they keep not dying or coming back to life. And even the further you get into those, I like the movies less and less. But God damn it, guys, we got to end the bullshit. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is not a slasher film. Nightmare on Elm Street is not a slasher film. I probably just drove off a whole bunch of people and I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what is a slasher film? What? Uh titanic i don't know i didn't have anything to <laughs> i just didn't know how to segue out but, and make it less tense no, and, of and you and yelling at our fans sorry and then i just i'm really passionate about this particular I topic know. michelle because i think I you're mean, right you changed look, my mind about right, it well and and the the, uh, the things you mentioned also like yes a slasher film is about the murder it's about watching people get killed it's about watching them get killed in fucked up ways uh, it, it's, it's very direct, it's very straightforward, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre definitely has some people getting killed in fucked up ways, but that's, frankly, the most tame element of that film. There is so much other shit going on. The movie is way more, I think, psychedelic and atmospheric than people, uh, ever really talk about. It is a fucking... Like, especially if you see it in the proper environment uh, where, I, I mean, if you listen to this movie at the proper volume, it is loud and it will grate on your nerves. Uh, there is so, like, this movie is not just about watching Leatherface kill people and neither is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's not, like, it's, I, uh, I, I, I get tied up in this whole thing because I get too carried away about it, but... Curious question. Yeah. Is Scream a slasher? Yes and no. This is actually something... Have we talked about this? No. Uh, I think it depends. Here's what I think Scream is. Scream is the American equivalent of an Italian giallo film, which some people would say... Uh, is uh, like in a Venn diagram, it's like uh, either overlaps with slashers or is a complete subset of slashers. Uh, but whereas the slasher film uh, is about a dude go like, 
Nothing in Friday the 13th is about who is this killer in the mask that's offing all these people. Uh, it's just it's Jason Voorhees and he's a fucking maniac. Uh, same thing with Halloween. None of it is a mystery. Uh, no part of the events. And that is uh, a very uh, giallo uh, uh, film. They are, they're murder films, uh, but they're very... Uh, real life uh, murder films. Uh, there, there's no, you know, it's not like. I, have you seen Dario Argento's Deep Red? Uh, yes, I did not like that one. Okay, did you see the two-hour version or the hour and forty-minute version? We've had this discussion, and I no longer remember. I did not like it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But no, uh, you I, made so me watch a bunch of Argento because I didn't yeah, like Argento, so, and so I found a few things I like now. That ultimately is where I come down on Scream is I consider Scream uh, to be uh, an American Jallo. Because, yes, it, it's definitely about murder, but it like the mystery of who is this killer is crucial to the story. Uh, whereas the slasher film is just about some people who uh, fucked around and found out. <laughs> you know what? Yep. I agree. Awesome. <laughs> I don't have a way to close this segment. You just you did a good rant and I agree with it. <laughs> Maybe we'll get some emails or some social media guys. Uh, look, first of all, let, <laughs> let me be clear. I'm just some fucking dimwit in Fargo, North Dakota who likes horror movies, right? And please he's currently don't... holding his dog like a baby. <laughs> right. Please please don't take this <laughs> As me being like, look, if you have your own definitions. If you want to call Texas Chainsaw Massacre a slasher movie, whatever. Uh, I just like to get carried away sometimes about these things because, as it turns out, uh, I'm a very detail-oriented person. Because as it turns out, I might have some undiagnosed obsessive-compulsive disorder. Is Michelle surprised? No. Uh, <laughs> no. What else? Are, what else do we need to talk about, Michelle? Uh, what other diagnoses do you have? No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. Oh, uh, we'll be here for well, hours. What, uh, we'll be I here for have, hours. I, I know three have, of them. No, I only have one <laughs> actual diagnosis or two actual diagnoses, and it's anxiety and depression. Everything else is okay. a a suspected self-diagnosis. Well, I know of five of your potential diagnoses. <laughs> right. I have every... I have What I have yeah. is uh, psychological hypochondria. Yeah, I, I me feel too. like I'm. Uh, I feel like I, I I'm uh, ADHD, ASD, uh, uh, bipolar type two, OCD. I got all the things, guys. <laughs> oh, I don't know say, how to bring us out of this. I I do. I've, say good night, <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> good night, Michelle. Hot damn it, Michelle, for the second time this week, we forgot to score a movie before we wrapped it up because I got carried away on a rant. First, it was a tirade about justice for Butterball. Then it was a tirade about how Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a fucking amazing film, but it's not a slasher. We forgot to score Family Recipe. Uh, do you want to give it a score? This is why we should record for three-hour sessions. <laughs> or maybe it's why we should always record for three-hour sessions. We do get silly. Um... You know what? Uh, it's got a lot of heart, even if it didn't fully work for me. I'm going to go with a three. Uh, three and a half from me. I'm giving this one a three and a half. Sweet. Ooh, you rated it higher than I thought you would. So 
sweet. I think that is. I I, I appreciate the ambition of it. I thought it was. Uh, yeah. I, I thought it was really enjoyable on that level. I really want to be friends with the gas station attendant, even if he's involved in my murder. <laughs> he made me laugh a lot. Well, it's too late for you. He got shotgun blasted. Well, damn it. I'll bring him back to life. It happened in Chucky. Okay. Uh, anyway, enough. also, uh, Chucky's bride is Jennifer Tilly, and I feel so awful that I forgot her name. She's beautiful, and I love her. Okay, now we're really out. Yeah, because I, believe what, you, I oh. believe what you said was Renee Zellweger. No, I said she looks like Renee Zellweger, because I always get them mixed up. They have oh, okay. Voices. All right, okay. fair enough. Say goodnight, J.D. Good night, J.D. We Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media, your home for all of today's Rat Factoryist podcasts. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of We Watch Shudder are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Rat Factory Media. But wait, aren't Rat Factory Media and We Watch Shudder the same people? Shut your cake hole, Charlie. Nobody asked you. We Watch Shudder is available free on all major podcast platforms, and the easiest way to support We Watch Shudder is also free. Just leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. Merge your consciousness with ours on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at We Watch Shutter on all those social media platforms. Or find us the old-fashioned way on the web at WeWatchShutter.com or by email at mail at WeWatchShutter.com. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail at 701-566-9510. No, seriously, 701-566-9510. Try it if you dare.